What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Oz Hoopers TV Weekly Drop. Before we start, remember to follow us on whatever listening platform you guys are listening on and also follow us on Instagram at Oz Hoopers TV. Um, we've got a lot of good content coming. The NBA season starting, the NBL season starting. Pretty interesting episode today. Um, the NBA preseason has started. We'll go through a few of the Aussies that are playing in it um, and what our thoughts are. There's a few little um, rumors around the league. Um, and then we'll end the episode with the questions me and Hesh ask each other at the end. Um, Hesh, how you been? Obviously, Freedom Day in New South Wales, finally. We've been talking about it for ages. How was it, Hesh? Yeah. Freedom Day. It, um, yeah, it was cool, man. Like, I mean, I don't know, a bit hyped up. I'll tell you something, though. Like, it's pretty interesting to get around to the shops. Like, I went today to get a haircut. Shops were, like, packed. Yeah. Like, beyond packed. Like, beyond saturday daytime packed you know it's normally packed but monday was just packed and then the, the all barbers and hairdressers and lines are just going out the door like it was crazy so crazy. i'm sure that'll die down pretty quickly um but yeah no it's good good to be back indoors with some workouts and stuff so busy but yeah it's good to be busy for sure um for those looking for our next guest tomorrow uh we will be dropping our show with rocco Zakarski, the 15-year-old uh, prodigy. Um, good episode. He's obviously switched on young guy. Um, we've got a few other ones coming up soon. Um, so first, let's get into some rumors. The first one, since last week, uh, the Cairns Taipans have signed Braden Inga. Um, I think he played in the NZ NBL last year, averaged 14 points a game. Um, me and Hesh both watched a bit of film on him. What are your thoughts on him just off the tapes? Um, yeah, big body, 6'8". Looks like he's he's pretty tough. Plays some defense. Looks like he shoots a three. Pretty mm-hmm. mobile for his size. So I think he'll be... Yeah, he's, he's, he looks solid. Looks like a, a capable NBL player. So, I mean, nothing over the top in terms of that impressed me tremendously. But I think he'll be a good piece to add. Uh, solid rotation piece, I think. For sure. Um, yeah, he's listed at 6'8". Uh, forward, but for most of the clips I'm watching, he kind of looks like he runs sort of the guard position. He can switch in from like shooting guard, but yeah, we'll see how Cairns use him. We'll see if he gets on the court a little bit. He looks all right, so not too not too bad of a signing for Cairns. Um, another thing that happened this week: the NBL have posted their predictions, um, the analysis, the eight analysis around the NBL have kind of given their early predictions on what the awards will be and what are your thoughts on these so far? If anyone hasn't seen them, you can go on the NBL site, uh, the NBL Instagram page. Um, a few that have standed out to me, stood out to me personally. Um, Jenny screen has Nathan Sobey as the MVP. <laughs> yeah. You think, that's, you think that's a big call? Huge call. Yeah. I mean, I have him, I have him top five, probably, you know, like top five, top six players yeah. put up numbers. He'll produce. I think I, I like Brisbane's roster, to be fair, and I think they, they might be good. So depends on that a little bit. So I don't see him winning it just because the talent now is just on another level with some yeah. of the guys we have. Um, talking about the MVP, my biggest, the biggest thing for me was that Tyler Harvey was not included by anybody. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Like, I think someone. I think he's like, he's, yeah, I mean, I see, I'm seeing... Bryce there a few times, four times, five times, you know, with eight yeah. So uh, that was that was a big one to me. And 
Jarrell Martin. I, I mess with Jarrell Martin. Like I think he's tough. I think he's he's, he's a good player. Me too. I don't think he has a chance to win MVP. Okay. Hope that that doesn't bite you in the ass. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't bite you in the ass. The well, I hope it does, man. You know, I'm, I just don't see it happening based on like the Kings roster and based on how, how they utilized him last year and his touches and stuff like that. It's nothing to do with his skill set. Like I think he's tough. I think he's, he's a solid piece. But I think to win MVP, you got to be in a situation where you're getting the ball every possession and everything's going your way and you're established. Like Bryce has a perfect chance. Sobe has a good chance. Tyler Harvey, second year round, has a good chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he looked through the the rest of the list. Is there anything else that kind of surprised you? About you know, just, any, just any any of the takes? I mean, the I'm kind of surprised that someone can pick Adam Ford to be coach of the year. Um, do Cairns make the the top four? I mean, the girl who picked Adam Ford to win it doesn't have Cairns in the top four. So like I don't know. I think if you're going to be coach of the year, you've got to have a sort of winning team. So we'll see. If they come fifth, maybe, because he brought them from last. Um, but I don't see Adam Ford getting it over people like, um, you know, Dean Vickerman, even CJ Bruton. I, I see Adelaide making the top four now. They're scraping it. I don't want to give too much away because we're going to do a full NBL preseason yeah, yeah, um, yeah. thing. But, yeah. So, think, someone... My whole thing with coach of the year, though, is like, 90% of coaching happens behind closed doors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't see how they are with their players, how they motivate them, how they establish culture, how they do all those things that, like, makes a good coach. We see the results and then we go, oh, he coached that game well or coached it poorly. Like, it's a bit of a nothing award for me, to be honest, like, personally. Like, mm-hmm. I just see the point of it. Um, but I agree with you. Like, Adam Ford is is, is going to find it tough if cans don't succeed. And I don't think anybody has cans kind of kind of make a noise this year with, with the talent around the league. So, yeah, I don't really get that one. Yeah. Um, Homicide had a few questionable ones. Um, he's doubting the Wildcats again. Although he does have he does have Bryce Cotton winning MVP, he doesn't see Perth Wildcats making the top four with Vic Law and Cotton. He doesn't have Perth Wildcats making the top four. I know there's a lot of comments on the NBL post kind of saying that he's doubting them again. Um, but And he also has Mitch Creek and... Sam Froling making NBL first team, um, which is a huge call. They can do it, obviously. Um, I think Sam Froling's very talented. I think Mitch Creek has the talent to do it. But first team is a huge call by Homicide, but we'll see how he goes. He'll probably probably make a video at the end of the season going, I told you. 100%. 100%. I can't wait. Corey, get at us, man, if if any of your picks come true. But I, I don't see... Perth not making it in the top four. Um, and I don't see Sam Froling making, or, or Mitch Creek for that matter, making the, the NBL all first team. I like them both. I'm high. Like Mitch Creek, especially defensively, I think he's, he's, he's a chance for all defense for sure. Um, but Sam Froling, I just, once again, like all NBL team is like pretty much five MVP caliber players slash MVP caliber seasons. And Froling's one of those guys that will, be a huge piece on the championship team, no doubt. But he's, he's going to average like eight points a game and 11 rebounds. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. necessary player and we all need Sam Froling on our teams. But it's like, I just don't see that being recognized on an awards situation, you know? For sure. Um, another few things that we'll just skip over. Um, Alana Smith, who um, just made the WNBA finals with the Phoenix Mercury. 
Um, huge news. We're all rooting for her. Um, so hopefully Phoenix win. Boldeng Dit, who represented us at the Under-19 World Cup, has committed to the Portland Pilots. Um, athletic big out of Victoria. Uh, big news. Um, and the last thing, Gorge. Gorge has said that Illawarra is going to wait with their third import. So Illawarra have currently Tyler Harvey and Antonius Cleveland as their imports. Obviously, Travis Trice was the third, um, but he has left due to um, the anti-vax situation. So their Gorge has came out and said, we're going to wait until these guys are getting cut from NBA rosters. The NBA rosters are being finalized right now. So they're going to wait until one of these guys becomes available. Um, and they're obviously keeping their eyes sharp on the NBA preseason and the NBA Summer League. And then they'll go and grab their third import, which will be very interesting because Illawarra, without their third import, is looking like a very big title contender. You think they might get Space Camp? Maybe. Could Maybe. The NBA preseason has kicked off. Um, a lot of a lot of interesting games. Um, we'll go through some of the guys and how they're playing. First of all, we'll start with Josh Green, um, probably the most interesting guy, and probably the dude who probably gets the least minutes out of all the Aussies. Um, what are your thoughts on Josh Green so far? I feel like it's kind of evident that he's been a bit rocky. Um, he's still looking very raw. I think he needs to get better offensively. Um, he's a very good defender, very athletic, um, but it looks like he kind of panics when he gets the ball. So, yeah, Josh Green, to me, a bit rocky so far. Hopefully he keeps continuing to get minutes and kind of, you know, gets comfortable. Yeah, I think it's a comfort thing. I think potential's untapped at the moment. I think he's pretty – we're all high on his athleticism and his abilities on the defensive end and, and lane running and finishing. I think offensively, yeah, it's just about comfort and finding his feet and, and knowing what he can and can't do well and just doing that. So yeah, I, th right. I think he'll come good at some stage. His, his upside is really high. So, you know, I, I, I want to give him some time to develop and, and see how, how his journey kind of goes. For sure. Um, Jock Landau has made his debut with the Spurs. Um, not, not a bad start for Jock. Um, I think Spurs fans kind of went crazy on Twitter and stuff like that, um, saying they've got someone that can pass and can shoot. Um, spread the floor. He's playing decent defense. Um, what are your thoughts on Jock? You had a look at Jock yet? Yeah, I did. He looks phenomenal. Phenomenal for, for his role that he's going to play. Yeah. So I think he's going to be, yeah, he's going to, I think his role will increase over the year. Well. That's how I, I think it's going to play out because I think he's, his NBA size, his NBA athleticism, or well, average athleticism. But he's for his position, he moves really well, slides his feet well, and he can stretch the floor and pass the ball, just like you mentioned. So, yeah, I see his role increasing tremendously. And Spurs have proven to 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 get the best out of people. So he's in a good situation. For sure. Um, Exum, Dante Exum, got on at the end of the Rockets game against the Wizards, got a big end one. Um, he's looking good, Exum. I'm liking the look of Exum. He's looking composed. He's looking like he's he's looking like Boomer Exum. So I think I think he might come off the bench for the Rockets bench point guard. So we'll yeah. see. Hopefully, hopefully. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Patty Mills is looking good. I'm excited for him. Um, he's looking good in Brooklyn. He's looking happy. He's having he's a ball in Brooklyn, yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, Matisse Thibel obviously had a rocky start as well, but I'm not too worried about um, 
the preseason. I kind of it looks kind of like a messy scrimmage, you know. Not the, the starters aren't really playing. I'll kind of judge Thibel when the season starts. But Josh Giddy, mm-hmm. eighteen points in his first game. I think he had seven rebounds, um, and then the That's second. It. Yeah, something like that. And then the second game, he had nine, six, and six. And, yeah, killing it. So that's his first official game with the Thunder, technically, because the first one he got injured in in a couple of minutes. Um, What are your thoughts on Josh Giddy? How's he looking? I mean, he looks good. No one can argue that he doesn't look good. Uh, uh, My my whole argument is about Giddy has always been on the fact that I, I don't think... I think when he's given opportunity in minutes, he's going to get numbers because just he's a ball-dominant guard that can facilitate and he rebounds the hell out the ball. So there's already stats that are going to get filled. Um, so I think he's – I'm just not sure how it's going to translate when the NBL, NBA sorry, NBA season comes around and, it, and the defense starts up and up and it's one-on-one coverage is now a lot more and floor is probably not as – probably not as relaxed and chilled as preseason is. That's my take on it. I, I still think he's he's – He's um, he's playing he's playing well and he's taking advantage of his opportunity and he's doing everything possible to to put himself on the map to say listen I want to be a, I want to be a starter on this team type thing so um, as long as he keeps doing that he he has a serious chance um, it's funny hey like we had that triple double discussion in his first two games he's like averaging like yeah. twelve seven and seven or seven and six or something like that. crazy so he's um, yeah like Giddy is. Yeah, I'm just excited to see him go and see what he does. Yeah, for me, just watching him, um, I feel like he's gotten double, uh, like tw- two times more confident than what he was in the NBL with his shot selection. I feel like he's just shooting a lot more. I like the look of it. Um, he's just looking really composed. He's making really good passes. Um, shooters aren't even knocking down some of the open passes he gives, so he should be getting double the assists. Um so we'll see. That's, that's uh, the part of his game that I think is going to separate him. Mm-hmm. Like he can pass the ball really, really well. Yeah, if he can continue to do that. I think he's going to knock on the door to be able to play. The shooting, I'm still not 100% sold on. Does definitely look more confident. Yeah. But mechanics of it, I don't think that it's something. I don't know. It just doesn't make me feel like this guy's a sniper just the way he shoots it. But he's shooting it at a high clip. So, so let's see. Let's see how he how he does, man. I'm excited for it either way. I woke up this morning playing the Bucks, and the Bucks didn't play anyone in the first game. So I'm like, this should be a really good game um, for Giddy. And Giannis, Middleton, Drew, and Brock Lopez started. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. Nice. Um, they got off to a 9-0 start, but um, Thunder stayed in it for a bit. Um, and then they got blown out. So, yeah. Uh, the, the other thing I noticed today with Giddy is he, they kind of played him off ball a bit, found him corner sitting a little bit. Um, I just didn't like the way they played him off ball. I know a lot of a lot of people were talking about it. Um, I think they play shy at the two. Yeah. I think they play shy at the two. That's my that's my opinion. I think Giddy starts at the one. So we'll see. I think they move Lou Dort to the three and kind of play it through that way. Um, we'll get into our questions for those who are listening and are new. Me and Hash think of a question all week. And yeah. So my question this week. Obviously, it's on the topic of the NBL um, discussion that they just dropped. Who wins Coach of the Year next year in the NBL and why? Okay. I like it. I just gave you my take on Coach of the Year and and the award itself. But obviously, it's going to go out to someone. 
if I had to pick someone right now, bit of a tough one, man. Can't can't be Gleason. He's out of here. Yeah, Gleason's gone. Yeah. So let me let me just I'll I'll read out to everyone listening the who the analysis picked. Who the analysis picked. Uh, so they picked Brian Gorgian, Adam Ford, CJ Bruton, Dean Vickerman, CJ Bruton, Chase Buford, Dean Vickerman, Simon Mitchell out of Southeast Melbourne. So I- Every coach I go through, I'm thinking, oh yeah, if their team does reasonably well, they could get like you know what I mean. It's such a yeah. such a hard answer. If you're gonna twist my arm and ask me for one, just so you can tell me how wrong I was later on in like nine months time, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say JD from from Brisbane. Damn. Because I think I actually think Brisbane. I know it's a sleeper pick, and I don't know what's going to think it. But I actually think Brisbane's roster is nice. I do as well. I I, I think none of those analysts picked Brisbane in the top four. No, they didn't. Yeah. No one picked Brisbane. No one picked Adelaide. No one picked Cairns. And no one picked Jack Jumpers. I think they were the only four teams that didn't get picked. Brisbane's roster is, I don't know, man. Like, I like it. Mm. I like it. So, I mean, Sobe could be, they're proven. Tyrell Harrison is going to be huge for them. Got that other athletic big. What's his name? Uh, Robert Franks. Franks. He's a athletic big. Like, I don't know. I think they just got some pieces and they'll run it back with a core group that, that have been there before, coming off good NBL one seasons. You know what I mean? Coming off Boomer's representation. Like, they'll be confident, ready to go. I don't know. I just, I just feel Brisbane are tough. And, and if they catch teams sleeping, I think James Duncan and JD has a chance to, to wrap that up. So I'm going to go with a sleeper and JD. Big pick, I like it. Um, before we get into your question, did anyone see um, Lamar Patterson comment "thank you" under the under that post? Someone put him. Someone put Lamar in their NBL one first team, and he goes "thank you." <laughs> so we could be in for a big Lamar Patterson season. He's looking. I hope so, man. He's looking we good. Know yeah, he's nasty. He's got to come uh, ready in shape. That's it. Yeah, full season with the Bullets. Last time he played for Bullets, he wasn't the MVP contention. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Could be a big season for Lamar. He's got Sobe, Franks, you know, Isaiah Moss. Could be a big one. Okay, hit me with your question. All right. My question is around basketball in general, over these leagues in general. Are you a fan or not a fan of the mid-season tournament? You know, the NBA did the bubble and the NBA is talking about doing it for like $1 million prize money. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? And do you think it takes away from the season, adds to the season? Um, I don't know. I, I think the it kind of can it kind of can like be good for the league. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the NBL Cup last year. I liked how there was games Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone can agree on that. Adding a bonus um, makes it more rewarding for the players and makes them kind of, you know, try and if it counts to their record i don't see why not um you know the nbl cup counted to their records last year so um yeah i don't mind it i I think giving a winner to the nbl cup i don't know it's kind of like a it's like an award that you give that no one really like thrives on you know like oh we won the mid-season award though like no one's really going to say that um but yeah money 
Um, the NBA, the NBA players making a million. Even the dudes sitting on the bench that won't touch the ball make a million dollars if their team wins. That's that a million, a, million per player. Per player, yeah. a million dollars. Even the dudes sitting on the end of the bench, they're making a million. Oh so, yeah, that, that makes sense. I was gonna say a million for a team in the NBA is nothing. That's yeah, no, nah, a million per player. It's huge. So yeah, that that kind of makes sense to me, and it's kind of cool. Um, I think I think you might see them play harder for a million each. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll see. Like I, I, like it. I, I like it. I like it. As a fan, I like it. Um, I don't see why not if it counts to your record and there's a bonus at the end. Uh, I'm with it. You, you, you can't tell me you wouldn't want to see an NBL Cup this year again. That was cool. I, I like it. I like it too. Yeah. I think I've heard some mixed opinions from players that are just like, come on, like just let it be. Like we're already playing for the championship. Like just just something for the sake of something but but i guess like you know from a fan standpoint it's cool like you said you get to see more games you it might be something else that's motivating some some teams that are probably on the bottom of the ladder that might not have a chance you know yeah. what i mean it's like there's some there's some positives and and negatives i guess but i just thought about that today actually i was just thinking about it about oh because I, I think i just scrolled past something about the the nba doing it potentially um, and I was like, I thought about our NBL Cup, and I was like, yeah, I don't wonder if I like it or if I don't. So, yeah, it's um, Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I, I think the NBL something cool they could do is they could move it to a different city every year and kind of have everyone host it. Because like, let's just say it comes to Brisbane or whatever, um, you get a day pass and you can go watch like three or four games in that day um, and kind of watch every team, which would be pretty cool in my opinion. I don't know. So yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Um, I think the NBL did a good job of it last year. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know how the NBA are going to do it. So, we'll, yeah, we'll see it unfold. I'm, I'm a fan, to answer your question. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, we got the Rocco episode dropping tomorrow. Um, and then we've got a couple other good guests coming. We appreciate you guys for always joining us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at OzHoopersTV um, and follow us on whatever listening platform you guys are listening on. We appreciate it so much. We've currently got a 33% off sale on our uh, website for all our merch. Um, we're trying to clear it out so we can get a new batch in as soon as possible. Um, start getting some cool designs and stuff in. So you guys go check that out. Um, we appreciate it. And we'll catch you in the next episode.